The following podcast contains explicit language and movie spoilers. You've been warned. No, seriously, there, there's spoilers in, in foul language. Yeah. Welcome to $20 Ticket, where we tell you how much we would pay to watch Happy Gilmore. My name is Kerwin, and joining me today is Jason. What up, Jason? Not much. How about you, Kerwin? I'm good, man. What are you drinking today? It's Coors Light right now. All right. Also with us is Muggs. What up, Mugga? What up? What are you drinking today? Truly. Truly pineapple. Coming back to the podcast is Erica. What up, Erica? Hi, how are you? I'm good. Uh, what are you drinking today? A Mick Ultra. And rounding out the panel today is Eric. I think this is your first review episode, right? No, he was on all oh, review episodes. Review you were on episode, the brackets, yeah. though. Yeah, Tom yeah. brackets. Yeah, right. I think you're right. Cool. So making uh, making his debut on uh, his official review is Eric. What up, man? What's up? You're on. Uh, what are you drinking today? Uh, I'm drinking Sour K by uh, Four Sons. All right, cool. So today we are talking about uh, Happy Gilmore, released February 16th, 1996. It stars Adam Sandler, Christopher McDonald, Julie Bowen, Carl Weathers, and Francis Bay. It's directed by Dennis Dugan and written by Tim Herlihy and Adam Sandler. And it's produced by Brillstein Gray Entertainment, Robert Simmons Productions, and distributed by Universal Pictures. So before we get into behind the scenes, Mugga hit us with the financials. So like you said, when this came out, Financially, it was on a budget of 12 million, so rather cheap. Um, it was his second movie after Billy Madison, but uh, financially, just a huge success, bringing in close to almost 40 million, a little over 38 uh, domestically. Internationally, I didn't realize it actually had money internationally, but a little over 2 million internationally, so around 41 million. So basically, if you count the budget, almost made $30 million, which at the time I think is a great success. Um, it debuted really well in the theater's opening weekend. It came in second behind Broken Arrow. I don't know if you guys saw that one. That was back in the 90s, right, those type of movies. Yeah. But there was a lot of other movies that I wanted to bring up that were around in the theaters at that time. Toy Story was still in theaters. Uh, Braveheart. Braveheart. Braveheart, yeah. Braveheart was at its 30, um, sorry, 39th week. Yeah. Um, uh, Dead Man Walking, uh, Leaving Las Vegas, and Black Sheep. I don't know. Yeah. So a lot of movies in there. Um, I tried to look up. It's weird. Like usually when we do like franchise and stuff, you can look up where this movie ranks because it's just Adam Sandler. I try to look up where it ranks on his movies. It's not even in the top five. This made close to $42 million, both internationally and domestic. Um, Big Daddy came in though at number five, which is like a little over 234 million. Click 237, and I hate this movie, but Grown Ups 2, 246. Uh, um, and then Grown Ups, which is 271. But I did not know this, I haven't seen it. Hotel Transylvania, I think that's his highest grossing film, but he's just a voiceover for that, right? Yeah. That's yeah. all that movie is, yeah, right? But that, yeah. that, that came in at 358. So again, this is one of his, this is one of his earlier films, his second to be exact. And uh, so financially, it's not up there, but I still think it's one of his best movies, which we'll get into. But but yeah, those are the financials. All right, Jason, uh, tell us what the people thought of this movie. So on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 61% of the critics liked it, giving it an average rating of 5.6 out of 10 with 54 ratings, a um, little low. And then the audience is at 85%, so 85% of the audience gave it a 3.5 or higher with an average rating of 4.11 out of 5 with um, almost a million votes. So kind of like the audience score better personally. Oh, yeah. yeah. On Rotten Tomatoes, there was, I like to pull some of these funny reviews, these little one-liners. There's a guy named Owen Gleiberman from Entertainment Weekly. Uh, he rated the movie Rotten, and he gave it, uh, what he said was, a one-joke caddyshack for the blitzed and jaded. Um, I guess he didn't like the movie very much. 
so another one I found on Rotten Tomatoes, this, um, this person rated it fresh. Uh, his name is Edward Guthman from the San Francisco Chronicle. Uh, he said, it may smell awful from a distance, especially if you have low tolerance for lowbrow humor, but up close, this yarn about an unlikely golf star is fairly painless. I just don't like how they put painless. It's like, just because, I don't know. It's like a backhanded compliment. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that wasn't awful. It's like, thanks? I don't know, it just sounds shitty. Um, Try harder next time. Yeah, I know, right? I'm just like... (laughs) Do better. He still gave it a fresh rating, but... And then on IMDb, uh, they gave it an average score of 7 out of 10 with 192,000 votes. Um, I like to look up the demos, if there's any kind of like huge disparity. The biggest one is between those under 18. So males gave it a 6.8, and females gave it a 5.0, so almost a two-point difference. Wow. So um, the highest was males between 18 and 44 gave it a 7.0. So, yeah, it's pretty interesting. But, yeah, those are the reviews. All right, Mugga, take us behind the scenes. All right, so like you already said, this is written by Tim Hurley. Am I saying that right? There you go. Okay, and Adam Sandler. I might just refer to him as Tim here right now, yeah. but yeah. I'll just show you um, the, the SNL sketch where they, they talk about this. They, these guys were actually roommates in college, if you knew that. Um, they both attended NYU. Adam Sandler actually got a degree in acting, while Hurley he went to NYU School of Law. Um, and then after college, they were both attached to Saturday Night Live. Um, I believe, Jason, you were telling me that he wasn't an actor, though, right? It's just... I don't think he was an actor, but they do reference him by right. name. Like, I think Adam Sandler plays a character called, like, Mr. Hurley. Because his role, basically what I'm getting in, um, in all this stuff, he's just a screenwriter. But, uh, but anyway, Sandler was, ended up getting fired in 1995. I could not find out why, if you guys know, around the same time Chris Farley got fired. But um, these guys then started just writing screenplays. Um, obviously, their first one was Billy Madison, and that had huge success. So that kind of paved the way for Sandler's career, what we've seen, you know. Um, these guys worked on many other films together, such as Wedding Singer, Pixels, Big Daddy, Waterboy, Little Nicky, Mr. Deeds, Grown Ups 2, and of course, Happy Gilmore. This script was written by them. However, they actually hired a professional golfer by the name of Mark Lai. Um, he's actually in the movie when Shooter's telling his David Hasselhoff joke the second time at the cocktail party, and there's the guys that are wearing the jacket. The guy that's actually talking is the professional golfer. But they hired him, yeah, they hired him to be a script supervisor. Um, the original idea was Happy Gilmer was going to be winning the Masters. So going for viewers, if anyone knows, that's one of the most prestigious golf tournaments of the yeah. years, played in Augusta National. You get a, and the reason why I'm saying is you get a green jacket when you win, okay? Um, basically, Mark was like, look at you're making fun of golf, and I think you're portraying it in a different way. Yeah. So we want, why, why don't we change it up? He actually took um, both these guys to an actual golf tournament so they could see what it's actually like. And because of that, they changed the script like over five times. So got five different rewrites and all that. And he basically had the idea of like, here's what you should do. Have him winning a fictional tournament, which there is a tour championship. It's just not one of the majors and you don't get a jacket for it. But I do believe that that's why you have at the beginning, you get one of those gold jackets when Chubb is presenting it to him. He says, gold jacket, green jacket, who gives a shit, right? I really think that's a reference to why they changed the script. But, uh, but yeah, they ended up um, changing this thing like five different times. And uh, then I believe a guy um, by the name of Jude Apatow, he actually is known for movies like 40-Year-Old Virgin Knocked Up. Um, but uh, he performed another rewrite, but is never credited on it. So I thought that was a weird. But so what we saw is not really what was intended, but I kind of like with what they got. But I'll get into more stuff too, how this whole thing changed. Um, you do notice that they never call it the PGA Tour. They just call it the Tour, you know, yeah. um, because they were considering on getting PGA 
PGA and LPGA license, but they realized that one, it would cost too much money, they were on a low budget, and two, um, they felt that they would reject the script entirely and they couldn't do the movie they want, you know? So, so that's kind of why you see where it is, which is, I guess, a trash for me, because I like it when it's, like I hate it when an NFL movie has a different league as opposed to the NFL, but I mean, yeah. you understand things happen. But uh, another fun thing about this is that the whole character of Happy Gilmore is based off of uh, Adam Sandler's childhood friend, Kyle McDonough. Um, I think it's very loosely connected though. I think that it's just a friend of his that played hockey and that also would play golf with Sandler and his family. But I guess he's actually a high school hockey coach now in New Hampshire. Um, but a fun fact, Adam Sandler is not good at either one of these sports, hockey, <laughs> nor golf but uh, but yeah that's how you kind of have the script that we got getting into the filming okay first you got to have a director now this is interesting Dennis Dugan is the guy who's um, the actual director of this movie he actually wanted to cast Sandler in one of his prior movies but uh, the producers of the film I couldn't figure out what film it was the producers of that film basically said um, no because he wasn't well known at the time um, now that Sandler is attached to Happily Gilmore and when this guy wanted it I believe Sandler gave him the okay because he wanted him on other movies and like hey I, I thank you you already wanted me and so then like let's do this movie together um, they end up doing a lot of movies after this they, they both did Big Daddy I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry you don't mess with the Zohan Grown Ups just go with it Jack and Jill and Grown Ups too. which not a fan of Grown Ups too. <sighs> Um, but yeah, the, the reason why I'm bringing up the uh, the reason why I'm bringing up um, this guy, he's actually the PGA tour commit well the tour commissioner on this movie. So that's the actual director. Yeah, it's weird. I didn't know that until I go for the cast and it said Dennis yeah. Dugan. Yeah, so I guess his name's Doug. <laughs> you know, when he's talking to him, well, I'm not Doug Shooter McGavin. But anyways, this whole thing was filmed up in Canada. Um, you have a lot of shots non golf related that were filmed in an abandoned hospital in Vancouver which I thought was, was really interesting. Um, but most of the golf scenes that you're seeing are at Pitt Meadows at the Swanee Set Bay Resort and Country Club. However, the famous Bob Barker part, that course is the British Columbia Fury Creek Country Club. And the fight that you're actually seeing is on hole number nine. And since that happened, they now actually call that hole happy. So I thought that was really cool, yeah. Um, that fight, little fun fact about this, that fight won an MTV Movie Award for Best Fight, and I believe that's the very first award that's ever been given out for that one, so they won like the inaugural like first yeah. fight award, yeah. Um, but anyways, um, a little bit about that fight, Bob Barker was actually um, the one in the entire shot the whole time, because they were going to get a stunt double for him, but then he said, hey, I can fight, and I actually looked it up, he's actually trained by Chuck Norris and is a black belt. What? Said, look it up, look it up. I, in multiple sites I've, I've seen this on and uh, he wanted to be not only on this uh, this part um, he didn't want a stunt double but this is what actually drew him to be in the movie yeah. um, him not only being in the fight but winning the fight <laughs> yeah so he, that's why that's what like kind of led him to that after this movie ratings on the Price is Right skyrocketed and especially on a younger audience like the college audience yeah mm -hmm. but getting into that I want to get into like the casting now um, you obviously have Adam Sandler he has been on record saying that this is his one of his favorite roles he's ever done which I kind of agree I, I love this yeah. role you know um, but the famous person of all is Christopher McDonald's Shooter McGavin so do you guys know who was originally supposed to play him or they offered it to no Kevin Costner what? Uh, yeah, they offered it to Kevin Costner. He actually turned it down for another golf movie, which is Tin Cup, which oh. is interesting. Yeah, um, I'm glad because I think this is one of the top villains of all time, you know. Yeah. Um, but the reason why I'm saying villain, he actually turned this movie down twice because he didn't want to be known as a villain. 
And I, I, I'm glad it changed. I guess he played in a, or he got a free round for some sort of tournament that he was in and it changed his mind. So he actually called up his agent and he was like, is that role still available? And he said, yeah. So he took it. Since then, he's basically saying this is like one of his favorite movies he's ever done in his career. Um, a guy that was really trying to get the part was Bruce Campbell. Um, I don't know a lot of stuff that he's in, but he's Briscoe County Jr. If you ever watched that show no. on Friday night, but he's in a bunch of other stuff. If you look him up, I'm gonna he's it. in like it? Evil Ash vs. Yes, Evil, yes, yes, Evil Dead. That's yeah. Ash from the Evil Dead. Yes. Bruce Campbell. Yeah, and uh, he's, I've never seen that, but when I looked him up, I was like, oh, that he was credited for that. But I always just called yeah. him Ash. He's yeah. um he's the elevator dude from Spider Man. Like the, right. or, the, or, or the he he has cameos in every Sam Raimi movie, and like he has cameos in all three original Spider-Man movies. So he's like a he's like a bouncer, I think. He's like an elevator guy, and I forget what what other role he is, but he always has like a cameo. I never noticed that. So, anyways, moving on. Um, uh, Virginia Bennett is played by Julie Brown. She's been in a couple other movies. Um, I didn't want to get into that. The only thing that. I could find in her about this movie is that you remember when Happy's like reminiscing in his happy place? Like, the, you know, like there's a dwarf there that she, they actually have a scene where she makes that with a dwarf. I, I never saw it, but they, they end up going with the Shooter McGavin one, but that's all I could find about her. Um, Frances Bay is playing the grandma. I've never seen, I don't watch a lot of Seinfeld. I guess she's also noted for being in a Seinfeld um, episode where she gets robbed. Is that true? Like, I, I don't know. Is watched Seinfeld, Seinfeld, but I don't remember that. I don't, yeah. Um, but Carl Weathers, Chubbs, this is, this is a good one. Um, he uh, loved the role and really wanted it. Um, because of this, it was different than his prior movies. I mean, he's doing... Rocky. He, yeah, Rocky. You got Predator, which is the reason why I bring up Predator. That's It's a, like a little connection. That's why he loses his right hand, because in Predator, he loses his right hand. Oh, yeah, that's a connection. Yeah. They said there's some other connections with you see him wearing a lot of Lacoste because of an alligator. I, I don't know. I mean, that, I thought they were reaching from there, but they said that there was a connection to there. Now, Erica, we had talked about this prior to us yes. recording, but there's supposedly a connection to him up in heaven in Little Nicky, yes. which I don't know. I've never seen Little Nicky because I can't. I started watching I can't stand it yeah I, I'll get into all that stuff of, of I, I love if you this could movie. see my face <laughs> I know I, I love this movie but I hate it when he acts like a complete idiot so like Waterboy you guys like I, I don't like it I don't even like Billy Madison yeah I don't know I, I love Big Daddy I love you know this movie but we'll, we'll get into that you know down the road but uh, but yeah, that's what I got. Um, Alan, we should get into it right now. No, no. I'm like, how do you not like Little Nicky? I, I just I don't know. I don't know. We're talking about Happy Gilmore though. Okay, okay, so let's okay. Go on we'll, we'll save that for later. Um, Alan Covert is one of his like good friends. You see him in all those movies. Yes. He's also in Grandma's Boy. He is attached with Adam Sandler in the Billy Matt no Happy Madison Productions. You know, um, but uh, do you know what his name is in the movie? I always called him the caddy. I call him the homeless guy. Because it's never been shown. In a deleted scene, you, he's known as Otto. So that's his actual character name. Yeah, because uh, if you if you watch it on like Amazon Prime, yeah. it'll tell you in the in the x-ray like, okay. who's on screen. Yeah. So I never knew that, so I call him the caddy. But um, And I'll get over why there's a lot of deleted scenes in a second. This is a really random fact. I worked at Chili's while I was going to college, and this girl that was a server with me, you know, um, she said, hey, like, I just want to let you know, I put in my two weeks. I said, oh, how, you know, oh I met a guy down in L.A., and I, I was like, okay, cool. You know, like he said, we're going to live together, see what happens. She ended up marrying the guy. It was him. What? Yeah, my friend actually married him. Yeah. And what? so she would go to the dinners with Adam Sandler and him and all that. Yeah. Are you still friends with her? On Facebook, yeah. I mean, Instagram, yeah. Her name is, but they they actually just divorced. Oh. Yeah. But they're still friends. He, he She cut his hair during uh, quarantine. They just didn't work out. Yeah. And they're, they have three kids together and everything, but yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, so it's crazy. Um, I think she went down there for like to be an extra on something yeah. and met him not when because he, he's a director. Like he did like the House Bunny, I think, and some other stuff. And so whatever he was doing, that's how they met. And then yeah, like a twenty year age difference, but like it worked for a while. They had like three kids, you know. So just a little fun fact, you know. Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. That's pretty interesting. <laughs> um, I went over uh, Dennis Dugan. He's the director. He's known as Doug Thompson, the tour commissioner. Um, but you have some pretty big people that make appearances in their own character other than Bob Barker. He plays himself. Um, Richard Keel, who is known for playing Jaws in the James Bond film, he's the guy that is former boss of Happy that has the I'll be waiting for you in the parking lot, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The nail in his head. I, I read a thing about him. If you guys go back and watch the movie, he's always leaning up against something. Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't, and I, oh, I didn't notice that, but now it makes sense. I thought it was because he's a giant guy, mm-hmm. but I guess he got in like a car accident, and so he could not hold his balance very well, so he always had to be leaning on something. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um, he was at the fair one time I met him. Really? He got his autograph. Yeah, it was really random, but he was there. How old are you? Shit. <laughs> It must have been early teens, probably. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, but I remember going there, and he was sitting there at a table and doing autographs Did and stuff. Did you... Oh, you... I think I got his autograph. I don't know if I still have it He somewhere. wasn't, like, just hanging out at the No, no, he was like there the purposefully table. to, oh, like, okay. do autographs. I thought you just saw him eating his, like, deep-fried Oreo, and you're like, yeah. can I have your autograph? <laughs> no, no, no. He was, like, doing it, and I was like, oh, screw it. So... Going on to one of my treasures of this is Vern Lundquist. He's an actual football sportscaster. He's retired now, but he's the one doing all the the commentating and all that oh, stuff. Oh, okay. He filmed all of his stuff in one day up in a, the abandoned hospital um, up in uh, Vancouver, I think it was. Do you guys notice that there's a guy sitting next to him during all that? That is a former roommate of Adam Sandler as well. He just wanted him in the movie. Doesn't say one word, but he just sits <laughs> he there. Doesn't. Yeah. But Vern Lundquist actually um, gets $34 a month for still being in this movie from the Screen Actors Guild. Yeah, he still gets money from this. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Now, I've been over the whole cast, right? According to IMD, who's all in here. Notice one person I'm not saying. Ben Stiller. And I cannot figure out why. He is not credited on it. Really? I don't, yeah. He's not on IMDb, not at the end, nothing. And I don't understand why. His name is Hal. Because it says on a name cab, but he never says his name. But I, I don't know, Crow, and I don't know if you... I thought that if you say a line in a movie, you have to be credited. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Yeah, I, He's not on IMDb and anything, so I maybe, don't know. Maybe for... Was that before? TV that and movies is different. Because I know TV, if you say something... You have to get... They, they got to put you on the cast, I yeah. think. But if for movies, maybe if it's uncredited, maybe they don't have to Google do something. It. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. So anyways, what you see on camera, what we've seen, is completely different than what they planned. I went over the script rewrites and all that. They actually had a longer movie, which was around 30 minutes longer, that they had to cut down and you have all these deleted scenes. The reason why is because they wanted to get it to a PG-13 rating. These deleted <laughs> scenes were the ones taking it to a rated R. I kind of want to see these scenes now. Yeah, yeah you know? we should release that. Yeah. There is a couple statistics of golf's popularity. They obviously credit it to Tiger Woods around this time, but they also credit it to this movie. They said this got a younger generation, especially after this movie that surged up to want to play golf and all that. So, but uh, but yeah, other than that, that's that's the whole movie. Um, I don't know if you guys got anything. Everybody yeah, good? We're good. Yeah. All right. Let's get into our experience. Erica, what is your experience with Happy Gilmore? Um, I saw this movie on, uh, I want to say DVD for the first time, because my aunt, she was really into Adam Sandler, and that's how I saw, like, Big Daddy, Little Nicky, Waterboy, all those movies, and because she's, like, or he's one of her favorite actors, and so that's just the first time I ever saw it, and I thought it was great, and I was telling Eric while we were watching this that when I was in high school, I was at the Van Buren driving range, and I attempted to do Happy's, like, drive 
And I turned my hand or my wrist at like the last second and the golf ball ricocheted in between <laughs> all the stalls. And I've never done that again. And that's it. <laughs> Mugga, what's your experience? I have two. Can I bring up the two? So I, I saw it for the first time when I was a freshman in high school. I don't remember it being in the theater. I didn't watch the theater. I went to a friend's house and they had it on. Um, and I was immediately just like, this is, I mean, you're a freshman in high school around that age. This is like the funniest movie of all time. Watch it with friends. But, um, I remember um, right after I graduated college, I wanted to try to get into film. So I was going to go to the um, Los Angeles Film Academy and I was already set, ready to go. And then at the last minute, I pulled the plug because of finance reasons. Yeah. And But I had already quit my job and they couldn't put me back on the schedule for another whole week. So I'm depressed as hell. For some reason, I watched this movie, I swear to you, every night that week because I just went to bed by myself watching this and it like kind of got me through that dark time and because it's a happy fucking movie, you know what I mean? Like, I love it. And so it's like, I always will credit to that as like, I don't know why now it's like one of my favorite comedies of all time, but but that experience is what I like kind of attached to this movie, you know? So, but yeah, that was my experience. All right. Uh, Eric, what's your experience? Uh, similar to you guys, I didn't see the movie theater. I saw it at one of my good friend's house, you know, on DVD when I was a young teenager. Hilarious movie. I remember just having a good time with friends. That's, that's really my experience with this movie that I can really remember. And uh, Jason, what's your experience with this movie? I remember watching Billy Madison a lot more than this movie. I don't know why, but I never really got around to watch this movie until I was probably in high school myself. But I had seen Billy Madison. I could quote like almost every line from that movie. And I just went to a friend's house and he had it. And I was like, you know, I've never gotten around to watching this. Like, let's give it a shot. I really liked it. Um, Is it because you weren't probably sports back then? I don't know what it was. Um, I have no idea. But it's funny because his first caddy um, in the that first tournament kid. with the blonde hair. Yeah. Um, we were watching it with like a group of friends or something, but I had longer hair and it was bleached. So they're like, uh, J- Jason, is that you? Are you the caddy from, from Happy Gilmore? I'm just like, holy fuck. And it's just like, I think that went on for like a fucking year. Like, I'm not even kidding. I'm just like, man, no more bleach. We're going black now. Like, I don't give a Death, fuck. Dad, you're my bitch lover. Yeah, dude. So they, I got, yeah, they called me that for a while. So. And then we called you the guy from Death, you're my bitch lover. And they got called that too. Yeah. yeah. I think that was Holly's doing, but yeah. But that's my experience. Damn. Uh, I think I think mine's similar to yours, Jason. Um, like I never watched this when this came out, and I might have seen it a couple times at a friend's house. And I mean, that's pretty much it. And then I haven't seen it since then. It's not it's not like an Adam Sandler movie that I'm attached to or that I've gone back to. Yeah, Waterboy, all the time. Seen Mr. D's in theaters. Seen all his other shit in theaters. But like this movie specifically, it's one I've probably seen the fewest. One of them. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I. I think uh, this is my favorite one, other than Big Daddy. Yeah. This is weird because for some reason, every time someone mentions Happy Gilmore, I always obviously relate it to that scene where he, or not the scene, but like we relate it to his drive because everyone's always like, let me do the Happy Gilmore drive. Or we relate it to the Bob Barker scene. But for some reason, every time someone says Happy Gilmore, I only think of those two things and Shooter McGavin, so three. But I always think, have I seen Happy Gilmore? And then I rewatched it and I was like, wait a second, this is like one of my top five Adam Sandler movies. Well, I feel like too, I mean, if you look at quotes for a movie, they really define like it's yeah. longevity of like, you know, and I feel like there is so many one-liners in here. There is. That define That's Adam Sandler treasures. as opposed to any other movie, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, 
I, I think if you pull up like the famous quotes of Adam Sandler, half of them, or if not more, would be from this movie. Yeah, you but know? I just I don't understand why for me mentally when I hear Happy Gilmore, I think, wait, have I seen that movie? Or like, but then I rewatch it, I'm like, holy shit, I've seen this movie multiple times. Yeah. I don't know, maybe it's just the name of the movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, it's yeah. weird. But uh, other than that, um, I watched it this morning. Uh, I was kind of pissed because, like, when you told us to watch this mugs, uh, it was it was on Netflix. And then when I tried to watch it last night, I saw that you had to rent it, and I was pissed off. I was just like, excited. really? Yeah, to spend four dollars to rent it. It wasn't yeah. worth it. No, it was oh, worth it. I mean, it was it was definitely worth it. We'll talk about that in Trash and Treasure. But yeah. like, I was just kind of bummed out because I was just like, oh, it was on Netflix two weeks ago. Yeah. And now I got to rent it. So. Redbox on demand, man. One ninety nine. I think I might have to do that. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. It just sometimes it's more expensive, but yeah, some of these older movies they have more movies on there than you get at the Redbox. But um, sometimes it's expensive as fuck. Is so. that just like an app you download mm-hmm. and then you can? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Lindy pays for our Amazon Prime account. Yeah. And she was really pissed off of the prep that we did for the Tom Cruise movie bracket. <laughs> I, think, I think we racked up probably like seventy bucks in movie rentals of oh, Tom yeah. Cruise. Oh, we did too, though. Yeah. Didn't we? Yeah, we spent a lot. <laughs> she was not happy. We tried to watch a couple at each other's house. I think yeah, you, like, I, you, I paid for that last piece of shit. You got to watch this one. Like, what legend? we should really oh, do is one person, like, we should take turns renting a movie because you have, like, what? How long to watch it? 24 or 48 hours? 48 yeah. Hours? And then we should just all just share it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys notice that all those Tom Cruise movies ended up on Netflix, like, a month later? Yeah. Dude. So, <laughs> yeah. Maybe they listen to the yes. podcast. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Top Gun is on Prime. Every Mission Impossible is now on Prime. Yeah. Like, The Firm was on, like, Hulu or some. Like, every every movie that we've done that we've had to rent, like, a month later is free. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. And it's, it's annoying. Yeah. yeah. Mortal Kombat. Now that's on, now, on Netflix. A yeah. week later is on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. And we paid, like, how much for it? If I would have <laughs> waited just a couple days, I, I could have watched it on Netflix. We should plan a movie. And then not do it, and then see if it comes on, and then do it. Well, Mugga had the bright idea, like, let's just do movies that are on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. So that's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. Or Prime, that's free. But then it didn't work out for Kerwin, because yeah. he had to pay for it today. That's what happens when you wait till the last minute, guys. Yeah. Moving on to Trash and Treasure. Erica, tell us your Trash and Treasure with uh, Happy Gilmore. Okay, so I don't have um, a lot of trash. <laughs> I had to, like, search for it. I, I literally had to, like pull things out of my ass for trash treasure or for trash not treasure so um number one she said i have to pull stuff out of my ass for trash yeah i'm gonna say be careful (laughs) okay sorry (laughs) so uh number one is the alligator for biting off chubbs's hand because chubbs is one of my favorite characters in this movie and number two chubbs dying yeah 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 so that's that's it two things two things um treasure carl weathers because i thought he played an excellent chubbs yeah the one-liners like we mentioned earlier you eat pieces of shit for breakfast yeah kanye referenced that in the song correct yes yeah i and i was gonna bring it up but that quote um i guess when tim i'm not gonna go his last name and adam said we're writing this all mm-hmm. the one-liners that you're seeing they like fight over because they don't really remember who came up with it that one adam's like i swear that was my idea you know so yeah that's a big deal yeah Adam Sandler, I thought he played a good, like, erratic, crazy golfer because he was, like, so into, like, his whole hockey, like, lifestyle. He wanted to play hockey, he wanted to play hockey, he didn't want to play golf, he was against golf. But um, I loved what he did for the game of golf in this movie, which I wanted to ask you guys, that whole, like, cheering part of golf, the Waste Management Tour, has that whole always, that what, hole 16? Yeah. 
Has that always been like the party hole? Yes. Or did it become the party hole after this movie? I, I don't know about that, but what, you, you can't, like, they're still not cheering while yeah. they're doing a backswing, yeah. but they are cheering tremendously, having fun or booing yeah. um, that. They, they said that's one of the most pressured holes in golf. Everyone, yeah. like, they, like they love it, but they said, I'm more terrified of that hole than any hole that they play because of the pressure. Because if, yeah. if you mess up, you get booed. But, uh, but as far as the cheering during a backswing, you can't ever do that. Well, yeah. but I, yeah, I was just wondering, did that start after this movie? Like, because I know Happy was always like, no one be silent. Like everyone uh, just starts. I mean, I could look it up in a second. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I was wondering that this morning when we were watching it, because I was like, Hey, that would be kind of cool if, you know, that was the whole basis of whole 16 for the waste management tour. Anyways, <laughs> um, his homeless caddy. I loved, I don't know why. I don't think he said a single word, <laughs> but I love that actor. And I love that he's always in all his movies. I thought he read the putt one time. Did he? A little bit to the left. He's just standing on one shoe. Yeah, he's saying that one Oh, he did. He did. He did. He did. I just like how he's so like, what the hell am I doing here? Sort of deal. Um, everything that Happy does for his grandma, I thought that was really sweet. Like wanting to get her house back and then joining this tournament and always checking in on her, even though Ben Stiller was a dick and he didn't know that Ben Stiller was really a dick to her. Um, but I just thought that was very sweet of Happy to like stick up for his grandma. Um, Chubbs giving him a hockey stick putter. That I thought was very made by Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, yeah. I thought that was very sentimental, and I love Chubbs even more. And my last treasure is what's the guy that plays Shooter McGavin? What's his name? Uh, Mick, sorry, I know for a time I had. Hold on, uh, Christopher McDonald. Okay, so him. I, but I just I'm always going to call him Shooter McGavin. Me too. Yeah. So I love how good of a job that actor did because he yeah. legit played such a good villain and like Mugga said like he's one of his what, top five villains for you Yeah. but he plays such a good villain and I hated Shooter McGavin and re-watching the movie I oh, just I love him yeah I, I mean I, I, I love him but I hate him I won't put him up there with your Jokers or yeah. Darth Vader or something but as far as like a villain I mean maybe top ten you know like I, yeah. I love, he's so fucking hilarious because you really he's hate good. him. I legit hated him, especially when he was leaving the bar yeah. and he was like rhyming and he's like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, that's it. Those are my trash and treasures. All right, Mugga, what's your trash and treasure? I, I'm going to be, okay, first of all, I'm going to say I, I love this movie as far as comedy is, you know, and I'm going to be very vague because if I go on forever, treasures, we'll sit here all night. Um, Starting with the trash, I didn't like the jackass character guy. He just annoyed me. Which jackass, you know, oh, shooter's, yeah. shooter's accomplice. Uh, I mean, again, I'm reaching. One thing I really don't like, though, is the Subway product placement. Like, they shove it down your throat. The you know what I mean? Like The t-shirt, the I... commercial at the beginning. Like, this Subway. You can tell that was that was happening. Um, I, I know it's supposed to disgust you. I hate it when Shooter McGavin kisses the kiss face and with the tongue. It, it, oh, it's it's yeah. so gross, dude. I just hate it. And my last trash is Happy Gilmore's attire. Um, I just... Loving the game of golf, you, you, you can't dress like he dresses. You know, I know that's what they're trying to do, but like at least have like pants on or something. But yeah, he, he has sweatpants, which whatever. But um, but let me get into my treasures. I, I'm not gonna go through everything just because I'll we'll be here all night. But again, the one liners, <laughs> one of my favorite ones is when he gets pissed off when the clown shoots the ball and <laughs> you're gonna die, clown. Yes. But um, you know, gold jacket, green jacket, other stuff. Um, but one specific scene that I completely love is the batting cage scene when he's 364 more days to next year's hockey trials. I got to toughen up. <laughs> I just like, I love it, dude. Um, I love, like I said, Shooter McGavin, uh, top villain of all time um, for me. Um, but uh, 
I, I just don't understand why he's not credited, but I love Ben Stiller and his little one-liners, you know? Well, now your back's going to hurt because you just pulled landscaping duty. <laughs> Anybody Yay! else's? Yeah, all that, you know, you're in my world now, Grandma. And, uh, so, but yeah, so I, the one-liners, this movie, for a comedy, like, I think it does everything it needs to do. It's entertaining, the story's great, and just the one-liners toward, like, I, I, I didn't have to re-watch this movie, but uh, trying to, like, write out what I love, I was, like, laughing by myself. That's my treasure, so... All right, cool. Uh, Eric, what's your trash and treasure? Uh, so re-watching this movie the other day, I hadn't seen it in several years. Uh, I was just surprised by how hilarious it was. And there was there's a, a bunch of moments that I thought were really awesome. And not too many that I really disliked. But I, I will say that my really only trash was uh, Chubb's death scene. I didn't, I didn't like yeah. that too much. I thought it was, it was, it was kind of silly or whatever. But treasures, uh, a couple I'll, I'll mention. Carl Weathers' ghosts singing uh, We've Only Just Begun playing the <laughs> piano was like one of my favorite scenes. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, the entire Bob Barker fight scene, like the price is wrong, bitch, like that one-liner, hilarious to me. And, and then, yeah, Ben Stiller's character was also a treasure of mine. I, and his I'd mustache. His mustache. His, his mustache was great. It was kind of like the, the dodgeball mustache that he had. Mm-hmm. So his character, I forgot he was in the movie completely. So when I saw him, I, th- I thought I thought that was hilarious. Well, maybe so did IMDb because he's not credited on their website. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody forgot, and that's really it for me. Jason, what is your trash and treasure? So real quick, we were talking. You guys have mentioned a couple times how Ben Stiller was not credited. I just googled it real fast. It says that Ben Stiller and um, Adam Sandler are pretty good friends, and I guess because it was one of Adam Sandler's first movies, that he didn't want to take away. From him, so he said that he didn't want to be credited because he didn't want to take away from Adam oh, Sandler. That That's what I read. How true oh, that is? Because I could not find it. Yeah. So I, it also said in the same post that, like at Night in the Museum, uh-huh. which is Ben Stiller's movie, Owen Wilson's not credited because they're friends, and he didn't want to take away from Ben Stiller. Mm. So that could be it. I'm not yeah. saying 100, percent but that's what I read right now. So yeah. you believe that? Yeah. Give us some reason. Yeah. Um, so my trash. I don't have a lot like you guys, but I don't know how the grandma gets surprised was $370,000 in back taxes. She's like, old, Jason. How do you get surprised with that? That's not one year. Well, you wouldn't be surprised by $3, so of course a larger amount's going to surprise you. Uh, but it's not like you wake up one day and now you owe this much. Well, I don't know, Jason. It kind of happened to her. It's probably not even a decade. It's probably three decades worth of back taxes. I don't know. Just surprised? <laughs> I don't understand that. Um, I think Chubbs' hand just looks ridiculous. I'm sorry. It's supposed to. <laughs> I know. It's supposed to be. I get it. He acts like it, a damn fool, Happy. <laughs> it just looks like, I'm not even saying just the hand. It's the whole arm. You can just see that he's holding the hand. Like, yeah. You can totally see it. His one arm is at least eight inches longer. They had a than budget of 12 million. Arm. That's what they had to do. And you see this whole thing. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is, no, it's bad. That's what it is. It's, it's I mean, literally wrong. like they, they didn't even try to hey, put on a sweatshirt. <laughs> you just can hold it. Did you see I how, that's the best how hard though. they were trying to hide that shit? I know. Hiding it behind the magazine, hiding it behind his back until he finally pulls it out. <laughs> and it's so bad. It's like, you would think it'd be like, you would think it'd be on a handle, but it looks like he's actually holding the hand because it, it, it just looks awful. Go back and watch it. Why it's didn't awful. they just make him like a wooden insert that he could put his real hand into to keep his hand the same length, like I mean, his arm the same length? Okay, so do you guys think they did that whole fake hand thing on purpose to make it funny, or do you think it was just... I think so. I think it's just for comedic purposes. It's yeah. kind of like SNL. Like, yeah. you know, low-budget comedy, you kind of take advantage of the low-budget. They I probably guess. tried it. And you're like, this looks ridiculous, but we're going to keep it in. I would imagine it's that's funny how the conversation works. That's what I yeah. think happened. I yeah. don't think they, because I, well, how much was their budget again? Like 12 million. 12 million. Oh, yeah. 
they could afford a fake hand for twelve million. I'm sorry. That's a small budget. I mean, I know it was okay, back in ninety, early nineties. Like but. a fake insert, like Kern was saying, that can't cost more than like grand. But I will say this, kind of like what you were saying, Jay. Like it probably looked so ridiculous that they felt it was funnier that way. Maybe. Yeah. But practically, like it's, it looks, it's trash. Yeah, it looks like <laughs> shit. And then nobody tries to glue it back together. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, that that part's funny. I'm just saying the way it looks aesthetically doesn't look right. And then my last trash is, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. When the Volkswagen hits the structure at the last hole and it explodes almost and ca- catches on fire, I'm pretty sure the engine's in the rear. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know what. That is true. I don't know why it's catching on fire like it does. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, it shouldn't have. Um, that's my last trash. <laughs> should have. So my treasures, I'll keep them short. Half of them are one the one-liners, so I won't go through all of them, but um, I think... The soundtrack scores is good. It fits the movie well. I think the opening's funny. When Happy sings through the speaker to his girlfriend. Uh, I don't know why, but I was dying. Um, I, I die all the time every time I see that part. Um, I like how Ben Stiller's character is Hal L. It's almost like hell, almost. I don't know if that's oh. a play on words, but I thought that was kind of funny. And then when he says, you control me for a warm glass to shut the hell up, that's probably <laughs> one of my favorite one-liners that he says. Uh, you can go to sleep or I'll put you to sleep. <laughs> just some, some of the one-liners are freaking ridiculous. Mr. Gilman, that's a tremendous-looking trophy. <laughs> um, Carl Weathers is amazing. His caddy is is pretty funny, too. His homeless second guy. caddy. Yeah, the homeless guy, not the first not guy. Not you. No, not, not you. me. Uh, the homeless guy. Uh, when, uh, I think it's the first? No, it might be one of the other tournaments. It could be the first one, though. But one of the guys, like the spectators, is like, oh, it's about time. And he's like, oh, really? Is it about time? <laughs> just walks up, pulls his shirt over it, and just knocks the shit out of him. I, I don't know. I die at that every time, too. Um, just tap it in. I don't know. Just give it a little tappy. I don't know why, but I always laugh at that. Um, Kevin Nealon, I thought it was interesting. Kind of reminded me of Caddyshack a little bit, like Chevy Chase's character, a little bit. Um, Who was that guy? He, he, I, I didn't put him. I'm sorry. I should have done it. He's the golfer that um, helps. Ke- yeah, the very okay. first round. Yeah. I forget Chevy Chase's name in Caddyshack. It's like Kai or Ty or something like that. It might be Ty. Uh, when Happy breaks the bottle at the bar. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just like he's just ready to go whenever. I, I love it. She's like, what are you doing? I'm trying to find the half of his bottle. <laughs> so to piggyback up, Shooter McGavin's character. Um, who played him again? What was the name? I always forget his name. He's Shooter McGavin. Chris, Chris McDonald. Yeah. He said, Adam, I have a hard time understanding why I would be scared of you because he's like 6'3". Why Adam Sanders like five ten, and then they had to convince him like, no, no, I have a huge temper, and that's what you're afraid of, and you see it in that scene. Yeah. Like, it just breaks the ball right there. Was that improv, or do you? No, no, that was part of. I'm just saying oh, okay. that that's where like like they okay, this is how your character is, how mine is, and yeah. I can just at any moment. Which if we don't touch it, can I do a couple more treasures? I just didn't want to steal away from you guys at the very. Yeah, Chris McDonald too. Um, there's a part where that, that big guy's name that said I met one time, what was his name? Um, let me look at it real quick. <laughs> Do you have an autograph for yeah. um, <laughs> his, his name is Richard Keel. Yeah, so I think he makes a comment like, uh, are you going to try to outdrive Happy? <laughs> and he's like, well, Happy just did that like just a few moments ago. And he turns around. And he's like, oh my God. He's like, <laughs> he's like, good for Happy Gil. Oh my God. <laughs> it's just like, I just. I had to hit a Frankenstein's fat foot. <laughs> Just I don't know, man. The one-liners in this are just so freaking funny. Uh, but he's like, I saw two big fat bikers off 17 having sex. How am I supposed to chip with that going on? It's just like, what the fuck? 
Um, of course, the, the round with Bob Barker is always amazing. Um, the clown part, like you said. He's like, somebody's close, right? I laugh at that too. I laugh at a lot of stuff in this movie. Um, and then I think there's one, so I have other ones in here, but I'll, I'll, I'll end on this one. So I think there's two call-outs to Billy Madison too. I think when Adam Sandler yodels, because he does that kind of goofy-ass yodel in Billy Madison I've too. I've never seen Billy Madison. Trash. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. No. I'll watch it, yeah. He does like a little weird yodel throughout it. And then um, there's a part where the guys have painted on them like happy rules. Yeah. And I think in Billy Madison, so Doyle rules, that's what they keep saying throughout the movie. So I think it's two kind of call-outs to that, but... That's my treasure. I had one All more right. treasure, sorry. Oh, just Happy's Happy Place. Those <laughs> those Happy Place scenes were just so hilarious to me. I loved them, especially when uh, Carl Weathers is on the piano. Yeah. I was just like, I was like, I was like, damn, dude, like he he could have been an artist. Yeah, like, yeah, like, dude. Got my hand back. <laughs> Cuz I was thinking that too. I was just like, I was like, poor guy, man. He they just killed him off like that and then he's like, I got my hand back and I was like, I feel better now. Like, yeah, I love that's it. it. Just Happy's Happy's Place. Okay, sorry. Um, my tr- my trash and treasure. Um, I mean, I can't. I don't even know if these trashes are trash. These are just things I noticed. So I'm gonna just call it things I noticed. Um, so you know, his mama like moved to Egypt, <laughs> and like that's it. <laughs> like we we just send him to his grandma. Like mom never comes back in the picture. No ring in sight. Yeah, that's pretty hilarious. Um, and then like you're you're trying to save your grandma's house, but the first thing you do is like destroy the front door by tossing this dude through it. Yeah. So that you know, I thought that was pretty hilarious. And um, when the dude is like, "Oh my God, you should play Waterbury, uh, the Waterbury Open tomorrow," and he's just like, "Yeah, I'll see you guys there," and I'm just like, <laughs> "I'm like, this is like the one person who's being supportive of you, you know, just be a little nice to this one person, be nice to that one person." Um, you know, when he walks into the batting cage, I'm just kind of like, "You don't just walk into a batting cage like that. <laughs> That's mad disrespectful. You don't ever do that, especially a batting cage that doesn't have an automatic ball return." So I'm like, where are all these balls going? Like, who's who's picking all these was balls up? No, nah, like all it was a flat, it was a flat cage. So like all the balls are just there on the ground, which means like after your session, you have to pick them up one by one and then feed it. I didn't notice that. Yeah, it doesn't have an automatic ball return. So I was just like, huh. Baseball things. Yeah, um, Carl Weathers, I love the hand. Like oh. as as crappy <laughs> as it looks, I like I love every moment involving the hand because it's just like. It just looks fake. His arm, he has like an octopus arm. Like, and then every time you see the hand, like he, he just pokes people with it. Like this man doesn't know how to use his left hand for some reason. the first time. Oh my God. Like literally, I love the reaction on Adam Sandler's face because like he tells him, oh, an alligator bit off my arm or bit off my hand. And he immediately touches him in the chest with it. And you just see like Happy's face. He's just like, oh. Oh, he's like get that out of my face um, and then um, Carl Weathers does he just carry the eyeball wherever he goes like he just has that with him I thought that was pretty hilarious um, the caddy running up and like taking his stuff from behind out of nowhere like, he kind of deserved to get his ass beat in that moment you don't just run up behind people like that and he just looks like a bird I don't know like you just look funny to Are me no like I'm calling the caddy Are you a bird you I, get it. I get it I'm calling the caddy he looked like big bird with his blonde hair I don't know curve cute I'm talking about this separate individual. A separate he individual. Look like a bird, though. I get what you're saying. Yeah, he looked like a bird. You don't look like a bird, Jason. No, yeah, okay. Erica's joining in too. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so I have a question, Mugs, because I don't play golf. I don't know a lot about it, but are you allowed to just like 
hit the ball in any stance you want. Yeah, you, you, so they were actually, some guy was actually attempting it. A little fun fact about this, it doesn't relate to the movie in a sense, but a long drive person was trying to mimic that one time in an actual competition. Um, it does have some sort of, I guess, value of distance if you can do it, but you're really eliminating then your accuracy. Does that make sense? Because you're not being on the same plane. So the possibility of it going further is true, but you have a higher possibility of going left or right as opposed to straight. And that's like why ricocheting. Yeah. A golf but I mean, <laughs> like the golf swing has been like not mastered, but like messed with the traditional one. I wonder if you just had a generation where they, that's all they did and if they could figure it out, you know, here, I don't know, you know, cause there's no lessons on how to do a happy Gilmore swing. We need someone to perfect a happy Gilmore swing. Jason, mm-hmm. I'm looking at you because you just started golfing. So I have to take on this burden now, trying yeah. to figure this out. Oh, perfect, okay. Just one of the things uh, I, I didn't like was like when Shooter, uh, when Shooter speaks in the third person, like Kerwin doesn't like that. I thought that was pretty whack. Um, the dude that yells jackass, like, like are, him, yeah. are you allowed to heckle no. people like that? Okay. He would have been removed. Okay, yeah, because I got questions about like actual golf that yeah. I want to ask you. Um, and then uh, the fight between Bob Barker and Happy, it's better choreographed than the fights in Kickboxer. Because I, I was watching that and I was just like, he's literally standing still, taking his to the head, and I was just like, that's that's totally out of Kickboxer. Um, and then so like nobody, nobody on that course in the final course or the final tournament, nobody saw that car. There are no authorities yeah. there. Right. The one thing I do know about any sporting event is that there's crazy security everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's just like. Nobody saw and that Volkswagen. So that's why they brought on that guy, Mark, because they really were so out of touch of what actual golf tournaments look like. If you notice, like, there's no grandstands on any of these tournaments when that's how you have these things. You know what I mean? So it's like they're 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 very far off of what actually goes down. But but they did get a lot of other stuff right. You know, like I, I love the the announcer Vern Lundquist, and they have the towers. You know that they they have those for like the videotaping. But but yeah, it's it's a little little different. Okay, cool. And then, um, you know, Richard Keel showing up. I love 007, so I thought that was cool that he was in there. Um, why didn't Happy just become a fighter? Like, he seems pretty good at it. Like, he could have just been a fighter if he wanted to make that He's money. But a fighter, right? Yeah. Um, and then I love when he asks his grandma, Grandma, you didn't pay your taxes? And she's just like, <laughs> I, I would have, but I don't have any money. <laughs> I don't have any money. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? Um and then I love the scene where like Adam Sandler is making a bet with the movers and he hits the window, hits the neighbor and then like, you know, snipes the wife off the off the second floor. So I thought that was pretty hilarious. I love the beer bottle scene, you know, the pieces of shit line. Um, and then like my only my only trash, um, my only real critical trash about this movie is like, you know, my man got hit by a car and his shoulders messed up. Right. And then all of a sudden he can't play because he's not happy. So I'm just like, did the shoulder matter? Did the car need to be a thing? Cause like you could have just made it, make it about his shoulder or make it about the happy place. Cause I feel like he does one, one attempt at a drive and he, he's like, oh, my shoulder. And then his shoulder's not a problem after that because he's like raising his arms to the to the wind and smacking the, the green. So I'm just like, you know, there's no rotator cuff problems, it seems, with you at all. So I, I just thought that was, that's my only real critical trash. Yeah. But everything else is just like silly stuff that I like. But that's that's it for me. Cool. I, I didn't, because I went early, I, I want to bring up two things that I just laughed. 
one, like the scene you were just talking about, Curran, when he finally figures out he can hit a golf ball, and the two movers are like, this is going to be hilarious. Look how he's standing. And he's like, sarcastic, you like that? <laughs> that was hilarious. But the other one is when the, the actual director is like, get me Virginia on the phone, and he shows her the clip of him just cussing everyone out, and it's yeah. everywhere. I think just dying, because that would never happen at a golf tournament. It's just, no. I think it's so awesome. But yeah, I, I didn't want to take away, but yeah, there's, there's so many one-liners on this movie. That whole yeah. movie is really good for one-liners. Yeah. Yeah. Are we getting to price? Yeah. yeah let's All move right. on. So, how much are we gonna pay to see Happy Gilmore? Erica, what are you paying? Um, I would honestly pay fifteen dollars for this movie. Like I said before, um, earlier in the podcast, um, like when I hear Happy Gilmore for some reason, I don't remember seeing Happy Gilmore. But every time I rewatch Happy Gilmore, I'm like, wait, this is like one of his best movies ever. Like, yes. how do I, like, I think it's just the name, the title of the movie. But yeah, I would honestly pay 15 for this movie. All right, cool. Mugga, how much are you paying? So when you get down to Bling telling you, you know, what are your four pillars, oh whatever. Oh my God, can we No, not? I, I'm saying, but no, no, I, I got to commend him for like, hey, what, how are you ranking? You know what I mean? And to me, like, if I want a $20 movie, like, I think it has to fit a bunch of criteria, right? Not necessarily four pillars. This movie, like, I wanted to give it a 20 so bad, but like, it's, it is what it is. It does the job. It's a great comedy. But, like, I'm not excited to watch Happy Gilmore as I am for a movie like Tenet or, like, Inception or something, which I would put... Jurassic Park. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I haven't seen Tenet yet, but I'm assuming this is going to be a great movie, you know? Yeah. Do you think that's fair, though, being that, like, I, those movies are, like, action fantasies and this is a straight but up comedy? I think that's my pillar of, like, if I'm going to get it at $20, not only is it entertaining to me, it's it was a very, very intelligent creative movie that is like Jurassic Park I think there a lot more went into that movie than I think Happy Gilmore okay so I guess what I want to ask is like um, obviously different genres have different objectives so like if if this comedy you don't have to give it a 20 obviously but like what would be a $20 comedy in your eyes I think Wolf of Wall Street is the closest comedy-ish movie because I think that would put that in comedy reasons but I still think it's a great script movie directed and everything yeah do you see yourself giving a 20 to any other comedies no. at all okay no. yeah sure. so I, I'm gonna give us a high high 15 I, I don't think I can still also do that I don't I don't, I don't know you know what about Dumb and Dumber you I, and I, that? I love that I don't know if I can give that a 20 I don't know like I would, I, I don't know that because you're right. I I think Dumb and Dumber is better than this movie, but I just now you guys have me questioning. Maybe I do want to. Now I'm going to give it a high fifteen. Okay, high fifteen. <laughs> Maybe I could give us a twenty. I don't know. I think I'm going to go high fifteen. The highest fifteen I can ever give a movie. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, Eric, how much are you paying to watch Happy Gilmore? Uh, I kind of want to say fourteen ninety nine because <laughs> the price is right and I got to go right. <laughs> the price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> price is wrong, bitch. Uh, you know, 15, I, I kind of agree. It's it's a super enjoyable movie, but it's not, I, I wouldn't pay $20 for it. That's all I can say. Cool. Uh, Jason, how much are you paying? Yeah, I think I'm going 15 as well. I mean, again, I haven't seen, I've seen this a lot, but I think I've seen Billy Madison. I think Billy Madison is like a special place in my heart. I don't know why. Um, but I think, yeah, I can't go any higher than, than 15 on this. All right. Uh, I'm going to pay 10. Um, it's not a bad movie at all like it's it's a really good comedy but like there's so many other comedies I, I i might be in the same boat as you mugga like i can't give it a 15 or go above 10 because like i could think of a ton of comedies that i could easily give 15s and 20s to so i i would definitely give this like a very very strong 10 cool yeah that means we are paying 14 dollars to see this 
That's cool. a good rating That's for it. Good. For a comedy too. There's Didn't a couple of movies that are comedies that you would pay twenty. Yeah. Like what? Step Brothers, Anchorman, Friday, Brothers, Rush yeah. Hour Two, like I, Rush Hour see, Two. I, see, I, I look at Friday as a movie. Yeah, yeah, I would put it in a comedy, but I think it does have a, a great like script to it or story, just like a Wolf of Wall Street or something. You know what I mean? So like, uh, but I think Step Brothers. That's a good. That's a good one too, right there. That's that a great. A great movie. That's a great yeah. one. Yeah. Even, yeah I don't know. Even, even Dumb and Dumber. I don't know. Would you give that a twenty? It might be. It's amazing. Like I, you know, I love it. I don't know. That's tough. I'd have to really think about comedies and see what I would give it a 20. Yeah. yeah. But let's get into a, an Wait, important question. Well, one thing I was going to say um, was that I think Top Gun and uh, Oblivion both got 14s. Did they really? Yeah. And they both starred Tom Cruise. There we go. <laughs> so uh, if Tom Cruise was in uh, Happy Gilmore, who would he play? I, I don't Shooter McGavin. Really? I, I think that that's... that's no, I, I can't take away... The original Shooter McGavin. I can't take away the original Shooter McGavin either, but I feel like Chubbs, no. no can't like take Chubbs away Adam has Sandler. To be, you can't take away Adam Sandler, obviously. Homeless Caddy. I'm going to say Caddy. That's oh, what I would do. Oh, that's a good one. Even I though I think, think he's hilarious, I'm going to say the Caddy. Could he be the guy yelling jackass? Or the, oh, like a small like cameo sort of deal. Okay. Or the uh, the pro tour commissioner guy. He could have been the direct. Yeah, the pro tour guy. Yeah. Can I change my answer to the caddy? Yeah. Because I think the caddy's too late. Too late. <laughs> what do you I, think? I, I, think I, I think I got a good one. How about the uh, the little person riding the tricycle dressed as a cowboy <laughs> in oh, Happy's uh, Happy Place dreams? Right. Eric wins. Short. <laughs> Eric wins. Damn. Damn. <laughs> That was awesome. Oh my god! <laughs> That's it. Tom Cruise is the, the midget. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. There's there's another little fun little fact person. before we little leave. I want to um, the guy that says Grizzly Adams did have a beard that always looks at Happy Gilmore cussing. His name is Lee Trevino. He's a famous golfer. He won three out of the four majors. Um, He's an actual golfer. Oh yeah, Lee, Lee Trevino won numerous majors. Um, oh. He said if he had known the script would have had that much filthy language, he would never have done it. Yeah, he did not. Really? Yeah. I would have done it said. more. And he, I guess there's more stuff that we're not seeing because obviously this movie had an R rating at first. They had to cut it down. But yeah, I was, was going to. I wonder where we can find well. all the deleted scenes. I, I own the DVD. I've never checked. I'll have to actually look. But yeah. That's ballsy for a comedy to try to go R, especially back in the day like that. Yeah. To go R? To and, go R? Yeah. yeah. In the mid 90s, yeah. Yeah. yeah so. now, you can, now you can get away with it because, like, I mean, with streaming and everything, you can do that stuff. You don't have to worry about like motion picture association right. approval and like now I would say people are more lax in letting teens go see rated R movies and like, you got like your super bads and stuff like that now but I think back then like that would have been pretty especially for Adam Sandler but like, I think that's why they went down to a, they, they did what oh, they did yeah. to go to I think PG they had to yeah mm-hmm. they want to be successful and get more people in the seats because aren't the majority of Adam Sandler movies PG-13 or I, lower yeah. I always yeah. heard a rumor that his movies at the beginning were the way that they were successful, and then I, I don't know. I, I really feel like his career took like a like a, a pixels like a, all those movies. But I think his wife at the time was He's been putting with the him same pressure, for putting pressure years. on him to like drop it back a little bit, like don't keep pushing the envelope on those kind of things. I don't know how true that was. That was always like yeah. people telling me that. You know, I never read it anywhere, but hmm. but yeah. Isn't she like in a ton of his movies after they got married? That I don't know. I think she, yeah, I think she makes cameos, but like not like uncredited cameos, just like she's there. She just shows up like an extra. Kind of like, well, no, Rob Schneider is credited in a lot of his movies. That's true, yeah. Well, hey, $14. That's a good, that's a good solid 14 for that movie, yeah. Cool. So uh, in the words of Tom Cruise, 
Fuck you, Sally. Thanks for listening to this episode of $20 Ticket. Follow us on Instagram at $20 Ticket and leave your ticket price about the movies we've reviewed. If you have any comments or suggestions, send them to $20Ticket at gmail.com. That's 2-0, the numbers, $20Ticket at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to us via Apple Podcasts and thank you for listening. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Um, whenever you get up, you're fine. Are you sure? Yeah. No, I just don't want to hear the chair. When? I, I, I can't control that. I mean, I don't know what you want us to do. I don't know. Tell us more about it. Please. Yeah. <laughs>